It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is time once again for the Midweek War. And we are here to talk Impact Wrestling, the go-home show before lockdown, apparently. (laughs) Would have been nice if we had known this maybe a week or so ago. But here we are. Uh, With me, as always, is the man, for some reason, who likes Impact Wrestling and my rival in Mayhem Mania. Antonio Garza, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, and yes, lockdown is coming. Hell yeah. Okay, that's way too much (laughs) excitement for this. Uh, (laughs) With us is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I'm I'm good. I'm actually good this week when it comes to the show. Okay, we are going to have differing opinions. This is going to be fun. Oh, I am sure. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's start with you, Eamon. What is your good for Impact Wrestling this word, week? Word, word, word. Your one word. What? Yeah, we your need word. word. Yeah, the word. Oh, right. God. I, I know um, you want to get to the good stuff. Because oh, yeah, so that, that's exactly uh, it. Uh, Eamon, what, to the words. <laughs> Eamon, what is your one word this week for Impact Wrestling? Uh, I think I used it last week, but uh, friendship. Okay. Uh, Garza, what is your one word this week? Excited. All right. My one word is relic. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We will get there. Amen. what is your good for this week? Uh, my good for this week is the uh, the Monsters Ball. Uh, I thought it was really good. I yeah. I was very happy with it. Um I'll, I'll say this because I think it may tie into Tony's lower third and possibly something he wants to talk about, so I won't spoil it. But um, I was very much in, this, in the camp of the decade needed to win this match. But after the promo from before the match, I was fine with them losing because it, they have stuff going forward that they're going that they're clearly aiming towards, which I think is great. Um, I thought it was really cool. Uh, it was a really well done kind of hardcore match, and I usually don't like those kind of style of matches. Um, I love the stuff towards the end, especially with the whole. Uh, th- I'd like the. I personally love the thumbtacks being poured on Eddie Edwards' head as they were about to hit him with a chair. Uh, I thought it was a cool little spot. Uh, and and TNA actually did something that kind of surprised me for the better. Because uh, when when uh, David Richards grabbed Rosemary and started kissing her, I was kind of like, oh, this may ruin the match for me. But when they played up to the fact that it was him sucking out the poison mist from her and then spitting it back in her face, I was like, okay, I like that. Like I, I was like, I'm fine with that. Um, and I, yeah, I thought it was really fun. Really fun little match. Yeah, I still don't know if I liked the Decay losing, but the fact that it was such a creative finish, which is something TNA normally doesn't do, especially if Monsters Ball matches like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was slightly more okay with it. I, I, I still I, I still think they should have won, personally. I still think... I'm okay with how they lost. I don't think they should have. 
I, I like how they lost because I, I'm fine with it because they did a significant job of disposing of Abyss because he could he was basically stuck in the barbed wire. Like I thought that like if Abyss was just kind of free in a sense, I wouldn't have been a fan of that. Yeah, but, um, I guess, but Abyss isn't the one that needs the rub from this. It's crazy Steve that does. Well, true, I'm, but I mean in the sense that, like, it was technically, it, they narrowed it down to basically a two-on-one at that point. Yeah, I guess not, I not counting Rosemary. Yeah, but actually, you know what, the, the more you talk about it, the more I'm okay with it, especially, uh, you guys got to tell me what was going on with the uh, the backstage segment, because yeah, I, I was sure intrigued by it. I had no idea who that was. So, uh, Garza, what was your good for this week? Well, my, my, my good's not that, so I guess we can just go to that. Uh, that That is a UK wrestler called Jimmy Havoc, and unless Amy can think of someone else, I think he's the more the most hardcore wrestler right now in the UK. Yeah, he's I, I, I haven't seen a lot of his matches, but I love his look. It's very, um, like, kind of a darker Clockwork Orange almost style kind of character. Yeah. which I'm very into. And I love that they played up the fact, like introducing him as somebody from Rosemary's past, I think is really a creative way to go about it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm very excited to see where that goes. Oh, yeah, I, that, that was one of my favorite things about Impact. It wasn't my good this week, but that was one of my favorite things, and you guys definitely knew more about it than I did. I'm like, whoa, who the fuck is this guy? I like... I was just intrigued. Like, I was in. I don't care what it was. I just wanted to know more about it. Uh, so, Garza, what was your actual good this week, then? My actual good is that uh, I, even though we they actually do have just one week to promote lockdown, I think they did a, a really good job at building pretty much every match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm going into lockdown knowing that every match makes sense now. Even if they make sense to have inside a cage. Uh, they make sense as in most matches. I do see a few going on right now, so it, like I, I like the I like the hype. I'm I was super super surprised by Velvet Sky because there was something in Velvet Sky just saying like, "Okay, we're gonna do it in a lethal lock," and I was like, "You know what? That's unique, and I'm excited for that." So I. I Props to TNA because I, for the first time in many many years, I'm really, I'm going into a, a, a pay per view uh, excited. Yeah, the the card is solid. Like it, it's it's out of all their like one night onlys and like all that you know pay per view s stuff they've done. This is the most solid I think it's been. Yeah. Because I, yeah. each match makes sense. It has a story. It's it it, it it's going to come down to how they execute it, obviously. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, and it's not like the big, you know, it's not, you know, spectacular or anything, but it's, everything's built pretty well, like yeah. you said. And, you know, in previous years, like, they build up, like, the lethal lockdown for the main events, and then the rest of the matches just happen to be inside a cage. But, like I'm saying, like, this, this show, like, even, even the, the Org Guard, or whatever his name is, versus uh, Eli Drake, Eli Drake sold it why he wanted it to be inside a cage. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I like that aspect of it. Like that the whole the beer money against Eric Young and Bram makes sense. Like overall, I mean I'm gen I'm generally interested. Like if they pull this off when and put on a good show next week, like it could be really good. Yeah, if the wrestling's good, it, it 
could be really, really good for TNA. The only, th- the only thing I worry about, and, and you guys are right, like the card is solid. The card is solid, top to bottom. The card is very stacked. It's, it, it looks good on paper. I just hope that a lot of these feuds end at lockdown. Because there's a, a couple, lot, there's a couple of that need to. Yes. There's there's at least two feuds that need to that need to end. At least two feuds. And I'm talking about Dollhouse versus Beautiful People. Yes. I'm done with it. Like it's cool they're having lethal lockdown. I approve that. Um, it probably won't be the best match in the world, but I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, and I think it'll be fun to see the knockouts in that kind of environment. And also, Beer has got to move on. Because I... I've seen more matches with Bobby Roode versus Eric Young in some capacity than I have seen with Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. And that's saying something. Yeah. But, I, I think... like, we need a solid year of Eric Young and Bobby Roode not touching each other in a ring. No, I agree. And I think it, I think this is the match where they move on. Because it's like, why would you continue to feud? Like, and Beer Money is pretty much slated for the tag belts. So, yeah. yeah. Alright, um, my good for this week, I'm going to... Oh, man, I just had I just lost it. Shit. I had I just, I just lost it. Um, Maybe some something to do with the oh, main oh, event. Oh, uh, EC three and Rockstar Spud. Um, that was gonna be my other one. <laughs> yeah, the the face version of Dixieland coming back together. Uh, I I like that EC three kept his um his persona by refusing help from everyone, and even though Drew offered his help, EC three refused it. Spud offered his help, EC3 refused it, but Spud comes out anyway because that's the kind of guy Spud is. I really, really enjoyed that. Like, that was probably my favorite part of Impact this week. I hope it carries over. Um, I hope we eventually get maybe Spud in the title scene. I think that would be awesome. I don't know what's down the line. I haven't read spoilers or anything, but I, I did like where they were going with it. I, this was the first time I've really gotten kind of emotionally invested in a TNA story in a long time. Ever since uh, Bud versus EC3. EC3, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, I just love the, the the ending of the first segment where, like, they said there's going to be a tag match, or whatever. And the crowd's chanting for Spud. Yeah. Like, that was perfect. Like, like the crowd's invested in their history and their story. And, and especially, it was in England where they had the hair versus hair match. That's true, yeah. And yeah, it's it's great. I, it's. I, I like also that, like you mentioned, like that EC3 isn't just a babyface now. Like he's, he didn't just switch alignments. He has a history with characters, and he's played off that history. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, I remember uh, when NXT did this with uh, Sasha and Charlotte, where it was pretty much the same thing, that where Sasha has to deal with two girls, and she's going to go alone because she knows no one likes her. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I like how here... Uh, like like you're saying, is it three still the same guy? Like he he doesn't want to team with anyone, but you still have the the, the normal type of like baby faces that they will support you just because you're fighting evil. Yeah, and, 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 and Spud's like a nice guy. And, yeah, and, and Galloway, and Galloway too. Yeah. And so I like that dynamic, but is he three's like no, I like uh, I don't I don't have to do this like this. And, and I like that Spot came out like mid match, and even then EC3 w- wouldn't tag him in. I, I think uh, it told a really, really good story. Yeah. 
All right, uh, Eamon, what was your bad this week? Um, I feel like I'm going to steal yours, but it is my only one real, like, kind of bad for the week. Um, that's no, that uh, Odarg. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know what? No, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give Mike Odarg. My bad is Mahabali Shira being back. I was going to say, <laughs> that, that was my backup. That was my back. I was going to say, I thought we got rid of this guy. <laughs> but nope, he's still there, and he's still cutting really terrible promos. Yeah, he's still wrestling like crap. Yeah. Why Why did we do this with him? <laughs> why Why is Shira? Why is Shira? Uh, all right, uh, Garza. What, what about your bad for this week? Uh, I guess my bad is just the, the lack of Maxo and Rim Sky. <laughs> like, like, like jokes aside, like I'm really, really, I'm I'm liking that that group. But if you take one from the group, I kind of feel like there's something missing. So, well, uh, I mean, Garza, I don't mean to alarm you. Maxwell didn't make the European trip. He's got a record. No, that's not. Got a record. He's not allowed to leave the country. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Ma- Maxwell was was watching his mother get beat up uh, by a gigantic black. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's probably why that she that she wasn't out there because of the. Yeah, I, I can't remember the timeline, but I'm guessing that's has to be reason. It had to be right away because none of this dollhouse stuff. Has had karma, uh, karma, Kong in it. Yeah. None of the dollhouse stuff is that, unless they had to re-record some of it. It's pulled from a different taping. Maybe. Like, none of the stuff is that Kong in it. But yeah, I guess that's my bad. All right, uh, my my bad for this week, and and we we, we talked about a slight bit. Ogard. Now now hold on, I no, I'm not doing. Well, that's his name. I'm, that's his name. That that's fine. I can call myself an Oompa Loompa. It doesn't make it fucking true. Um, I'm not. I'm not going against the idea of the gimmick. I'm not going against the idea of the gimmick, because it's a very standard thing when you get fired by Feast or Fire. Sometimes you come back in a mask. Yeah. I get oh, curry it. Man. Exactly, Curry Man. And plus, they're trying to run an angle. At least I think, where Grado has proof that. Um, Eli Drake switched the briefcases after he looked and saw he had the fired one. I hope that's where we're going with this. I guess it is. I mean, I, I hope that's where we're going with this. And it just wasn't something that was shown on the day of the reveal. But my issue comes with the announced team and the whole production of it. Now, Eli Drake is supposed to be the only person who knows that's greater. Eli Drake is supposed to be the one guy that's like, that's not Odark. Odark isn't even a real person. That's Grado. And everybody else is supposed to buy it. I actually gonna have to disagree on this. I mean, uh, we can agree and disagree on it, but I... The fact that they're so obvious and blatant, like, not changing the theme music. Not changing, like... Like, the Pope still call, still called him three different names. He called him Odar, Grado, and Grotto. Like, <laughs> in, in, in defense of the announce team, which, if you know me, I hate defending that announce team, um, what are they supposed to do? 
Like, it's clear, it's, it's obvious. Like, not even, like, in the sense of, like, oh, Mr. Wrestling 3 and Steve Carino. Like, they're, they're like, this is greater. Like, they're just like, that's him. What are yeah, they like, supposed to do? Are they supposed watch, to act stupid? Are they supposed to act stupid? Like, that they're... You know, I'd not- rather them have. I'd rather them have act stupid than try to act smart. But if if they act stupid, that's that's pretty much uh, making all your fans be stupid. They do that anyway. No, no. If but you're gonna no, do that, at least that make obvious. me buy it. Make no, me no. buy that this is a separate first. Because if that's just Grado in a mask, he should not be allowed to wrestle. If everyone knows and accepts that's Grado in a mask, he should not be allowed to compete because he's fired. But that's, that, that, that's what the commentary said. No, but, but like, he should be stopped at the door. If no one else is going to buy into that, he should be stopped at the door. This isn't like Mr. America where Hulk Hogan just had a different persona. Like, this guy was fired. Like, Curry Man, okay... You don't know that's Christopher Daniels. You just assume that's a guy named Curryman. This you can do the same thing with, but they're just outwardly saying like they're calling him Grado in the match. That's what he's supposed to do. He's wearing like a freaking jockstrap as a mask. Yeah. You can clearly see his face. Yeah, if he was wearing like a full-on mask, where you can only see his eyes, I I I, I will be completely on your side. But the but announcers it, with Mister America, the announcers like, oh no, that's Mister America. Okay, that is, that is and it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Hulk Hogan. He's doing the same fucking moves and everything. He's coming out to Real American for Christ's sake. But the announcers sold it as a different person. Yeah, and it made them look stupid. No, yeah, it made him look like yeah, more the fans can see it's Hulk Hogan. I, and the storyline am... is ten... yeah. No, I, I think that the storyline story is just as bad. Keep in mind. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this, but I. At least make me think for a week. Like, Eli Drake is the only one that should be saying this is Grado. Because if Odarg the Great walked into a TNA office and Dixie Carter saw him, she'd be like, oh no, Grado, you're fired. You have to go. Yeah. But that, that, thing, sh- that, should be, that should be the thing that happens. My thing was just the fact that the whole thing is built around Eli Drake wanting to unmask Grado. And he gets unmasked in the match. I was I was about to get to that part too. That, like, that, that's my that's the part that's the part I didn't like about it. Like, it's yeah I don't I, like it's I, the whole execution of everything. They either have to go one way completely with it or the other. Yeah. They they're somewhere caught in the middle of it, and it just makes everyone look like shit. I I think I talked about this last week when uh, it was me and Tony on. But TNA just does not understand what makes Grado funny. Yeah. They think the reason he's funny is because he's big and has an accent. Well, the reason he's funny is because he comes out to Madonna. But guess what? They can't fucking use. But that. Well, it's not exactly, okay. exactly. The Madonna thing's part of that, but it's there's a lot of intricacies as well with Grado from his time in ICW in in, in the UK. Like, it's more than just a funny dude with an accent, and they don't understand that. Yeah. They're just trying to make him into Santino. Yeah, and it doesn't mm-hmm. work. It's not the same like, thing. Honestly, I'd prefer if they just brought in Santino. Yeah. If they wanted a funny guy with an accent, I'd rather just, just have them bring in Santino. I know he can't wrestle. I don't care. Pair him up with someone. Pair him up with Tigre Una. Make him be his manager. Something. 
like I don't know. Grado, it, since he stepped into into the ring in TNA, has never worked for me. He has not worked once. Like I I I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't know if it's TNA using him wrong or me just not liking the the I, performer. I, but I'm, I I I would go. I'm that's a you know guess for you, but it's because TNA. It's it's the way that TNA uses him because his stuff in ICW is so much better. Okay. It's, and he's a very talented performer, but like, fuck, like. He's the ultimate underdog over there. Yeah, it's it, he has a story over there that's more than just I'm funny. He and he's in a team with Mahabali Shira here, who are both like we're funny because we're foreign. <laughs> that's that's true. All right, uh, did we get everyone's bad? I think so. Yeah. Okay, all right, Garza, what will be your change this week? Uh, wait, I had it, it's gone. Oh, man, sorry. Uh, Amen, what's your change this week? <laughs> my, my change for this week, as much as we mentioned how, like, the lethal lockdown stuff is built well, can we have the dollhouse win once? Yeah. Just once. Like... Please, just once. <laughs> I beg you, just have them win one match. We we really do. Like they're they're almost to the point of being the Wyatt family. Yeah, they're <laughs> almost to the point of being like not winning a single feud ever. They're the sexy Wyatts. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> the Wyatt. sexy Wyatts. Oh God. Oh Jesus, I love it. All right, um, Garza, did you think of your change yet? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay. Uh, this is really not a very good change, uh, and it, I'm pretty sure I'm going to change my mind uh, as soon as we see what happens, but I, I don't think Jimmy Havoc should be doing something with the decay. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Weren't you just the one who was like, Jimmy Havoc's doing something no, no, no. with decay? I'm, no, I'm excited for Jimmy Havoc, but the, I don't think that the decay needs another person. And if someone's going to join the Wolves to fight the decay, it shouldn't be Jimmy Havoc. I don't think that's what's happening at all. I don't think that's what's happening either. I, I yeah, me neither. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to change my mind like, in the next two weeks. But from the information that I have right now, I, I, I'm not sure I want to see it. Yeah, I think I think the thing with the Wolves is pretty much over. And it's just going to be a transition now to Jimmy Havoc. Playing off of the past history with Rose yeah, Family. probably probably for the rest of the European tour, and then when they get back to the states, it'll be the decay and beer money. I'm better. <laughs> I I can see it going even past the European tour. Like I mean, if they can fly great over, then like, you know, yeah, you can surely find Jimmy Havoc over. Yeah, I, I found that interesting too. Uh, that uh, they're humanizing Rosemary now. I I, I felt that the first. Like two or three shows that she came out, she was more like almost demon. Mm-hmm. And nowadays we know that she has like the past, I guess, boyfriend or something, and that you can kiss her and take the poison away from her mouth. Like she, she feels more human. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that match went a long way further the decay because they still haven't really won anything, and they're already like losing tag title shots, but. Um, my my change this week, I we didn't need five segments of beer money and Bram and Eric Young fighting backstage. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we got the gist of it from the first one. I think they're building up to a two-hour or three-hour Iron Man match, so <laughs> we're, they're just testing the the endurance. Like if what you're go, if you're gonna do something like that, fight outside. Make it really interesting, as opposed to the same backstage segment we've seen every single time there's a backstage brawl. Fight outside. Make us actually... Show us that you're in London or in England. Like, ram someone into a double-decker bus. I'd want to see it. <laughs> yeah. uh, wasn't there an episode, like an old episode of Impact, where they started it with like three segments of just the whole roster brawling in the, in the back? Oh, yeah. There, there have been so many times where they've done that, though. There was yeah. a time they did that every week. Like, we're edgy! Like, no, you're just confusing. All right. Um, okay, so, Eamon, where, where do you have Ring of Honor? Uh, Ring of Honor. Impact Wrestling this week. Uh, I have it number two this week. Um, uh, I like the, again, the ECTV and Rockstar Spud stuff has been the stuff I've been most invested in for maybe the last five years into the next. And, uh, I, like I said, I like the Monsters Ball. I thought it was really good. I like what they're doing with the K. Um, you know, over the last few weeks, I thought Impact has been decent. It hasn't been... Yeah, the, yeah, the Odark stuff sucks, but, like, it's still not been, like, a chore to watch over the last, like, maybe, like, three or four weeks or so. Like, it's been pretty well, pretty well done. Like, it's been passable. You know, like, it's been something that I don't mind watching, you know, so to speak. Okay. All right, uh, Garza, how about you? I also have a number two. I thought it was a, a really good show. Uh, like I mentioned, the opening uh, of the show, for the first time in many, many years, like, I really, really feel excited about uh, TNA pay-per-view. And because I, sometimes I'm, like, excited just for one match, two match, but this time I'm, like, the whole pay-per-view excited, so... All right, uh, well, Impact's back in the basement for me. It's at number four. Um, this is really the first time in the past couple weeks where Impact's really disappointed me. Uh, I don't know, it just a lot of it didn't click. Like, I still am not super cool with the Decay losing. The Ogard stuff just befuddled me. Um, we need to figure out what we're doing with Mike Bennett. Like I, I like the Mike well, Bennett stuff this week. They're building up to Kurt Angle. Well, I know. I, 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 I don't think they are. I, well, I think they're more because Angle is isn't wrestling next week, and then after that, his last match ever is with Bobby Lashley. I, I think they're more building up him and Andrew Galloway, which I think will be really good. I mean, I I, I don't know. I liked I liked his match with Mantras. I thought it was a good way to kind of you know because you gotta give him some matches. Yeah. You know, in fairness, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather see Maria in the match personally. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I would like. You, you don't remember how Maria wrestles, do you? I do, I do. <laughs> I do. I, I saw it not that long ago. Maria versus ODB. I saw it. But I don't know. Maria's more charismatic to, from from my point right now. But um, yeah. So impacts number four for me. But hopefully, lockdown will bring it around next week. Alright, uh, so Garza, so where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me at DW Revolution for Twitter, and you can go to TheWrestlingRevolution.com to read out the full descriptive uh, reviews of this Impact episode. Alrighty, Eamon, how about you? Uh, find me on Twitter at Eamon2Please, and also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling and Inspire Pro Reds. 
All right, and you can find me at MadMike4883. Also, join us every Tuesday night, roundabouts 9 p.m. We do the Wrestling Man Show proper. We talk about everything from the world of professional wrestling, and we are doing a fun comparative thought experiment called Mayhem Mania, where Garza and I, we kill each other's dreams. We kill <laughs> each other's dreams. You know what's the worst thing? You and I are killing each other's, and meanwhile, like, Damon's going to get the pin at the end. <laughs> God he's, damn it! He's gonna beat Dean Ambrose this coming Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, bold prediction from Antonio Garza. I like it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that is it for Antonio Garza. For Amy Payton, I'm Mad Mike. This has been your mid week. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.